Greetings and welcome back to ZachCast, your official podcast for local government nerdery of all kinds. I'm Chad, that is Pat. Today we're going to talk about the holidays. So why don't we just jump on in, Pat? What do you say? Yeah, let's jump into it, man. It's good to see you. You too. So first up, uh, just a quick commentary, like a really brief commentary on some economic trends, retail sales forecasts over the holidays. Um, I just saw that GDP for the last quarter was revised up to 5.2%. Um, we've also seen some articles here about retail sales forecasts. The National Retail Federation projected earlier this month about 3 to 4% growth in holiday spending over last year, which is obviously still nominal growth, but that trend has kind of come down. And we found a CNBC article that explains that that growth is kind of expected to be kind of pre-pandemic levels, right? So mm-hmm. we've had a couple of years of inflation. Shoppers are a little bit more deal hungry, and so that rate of growth is expected to kind of drop down. So, what do you think? I, I can tell you right now, Patrick, that I'm expecting certainly to spend less this year. That's kind of my expectation. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. Um, you know, one just to kind of give a few numbers out there um, between 2010 and 2019, the average growth uh, in retail sales over the Christmas holiday period was 3.6 percent. Uh, current inflation sits at 3.7%. The GDP number being higher than inflation is a is a good sign, right? Uh, seeing that GDP growth uh, growing from uh, from a pretty positive level. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think personally for me, it feels like this is a little bit more of a pullback year when it comes to uh, spending. But you know, then again, we're also looking at data uh, that comes into our platform, and we're seeing. You know what I would consider, and we've talked about this for a few months, but we're seeing soft uh, retail sales, right, or softening retail sales uh, that are coming in. So it looks like consumers are kind of holding back a little bit. It looks like these interest rate increases, uh, which the Fed has said they're not going to make another increase before the end of the year. Uh, it looks like those interest rate increases have kind of hit. Mortgage rates have dropped another twenty basis points or so over the past two to three days. So we're seeing a little softening in the mortgage rate side. So it just seems like we're getting through a cooling cycle or we're in the middle of a cooling cycle. But yeah, I mean, I wish I could say that we were pulling back significantly because I'd love to save some money on the holiday sales side. Uh, and we've talked about this in previous years, but um, you know, we do this thing with Christmas where it's like, we buy you something you want, something you need, something to read and something else. That's like a Santa gift, I think. Um, but uh, you know, it's kind of, so we, we, pretty much limit what we buy, but the size of those gifts uh, can be pretty substantial. I will say it has been interesting to me just looking at the anecdotal data that's out there. I don't think, I said this to my wife and my wife said, oh, I think it happened last year too, but I don't remember Black Friday sales being extended for like a whole week, right? I remember them starting early in the Thanksgiving week, like that happened. But if you watch all the commercials that came out yesterday, like after Cyber uh, Monday, so yesterday was Tuesday after Cyber Monday, right? Um, like Lowe's, Home Depot, Walmart, everybody is running, everybody except for Amazon. Take note that Amazon's not doing that. I guess Amazon's probably hit their their number for the year, maybe. I don't know. Um, but everybody's doing like this. We've extended Black Friday for a full week or calling it some other sale, but it's the Black Friday deals are extended through this new sale. Um and I find that interesting because I think retailers are trying to hit a specific number, right? And just like baseball, the retail industry has become very moneyball centric. 
uh, and they have lots of data flowing in and they know exactly what they're selling and what their inventory levels are. And it's interesting to me, it seems like that would be a sign that it, they were softer sales during the holiday periods than they expected. And that's why they're extending sales. Yeah. You also have a lot of retailers that still have a ton of inventory. Um, yep. One interesting thing, I saw a, I saw a video, I think on Twitter where someone was at Target and, you know, they have all the Black Friday sale signs up and they would go in and like slide out the Black Friday sale number. And behind it was the regular sticker price. And uh-huh. like, they're all the same. So yeah, it's just sort of a, like a mental um, barrier, like, or, you know, sort of like a psychological thing where you see that this is a sale price. And so it makes you feel more warm and fuzzy about it. But in reality, they weren't actually dropping the prices that much. So what do you use? What do you use Black Friday and Cyber Monday for? Do y'all use that for Christmas shopping, or is we, that we used to? Man, we used to go. Okay. Me and my brother would go wait in line at Best Buy at like three o'clock in the morning on Black Friday. Okay. Um, and fight the crowds. You know, try to we want to get a TV, or I think one year he wanted to get a projector, like a you know, like a HDMI or a HD projector. I haven't actually gone to a store on Black Friday in at least a decade. Yeah, it's like well yeah. before we had kids. It, it's it's funny to me because like I've never been like a Christmas shopper on Black Friday, right? I've always had like one big item to get. So like last year, I I needed a Roomba vacuum. I needed to replace my old Roomba. I wanted to get the one that has the uh, the automatic uh, like bag system to it, where it like sucks out the stuff from the. Oh, so it like goes back to a charging station and then sucks the. the it, it sucks receptacle. it into like this yeah. bag receptacle and. So, and, and for you, for every, anybody who's had a Roomba, like one of the things I hated the most about Roombas is they, they would never be able to do your whole house without having to be emptied. And mm-hmm. so they would just always stop in the middle of the room, like change my, you know, or empty my bin. Right. And so this new system, it goes back to the base, it recharges, it sucks it all up. And then it goes and vacuums the same job again, which is an amazing enhancement of Roombas. But like last year it was Roomba. This year it was TVs. Right. And I was fascinated fascinated by the TV sales that were out there. Amazon actually was not the cheapest on Cyber Monday for TVs. Um, you know, basically same like TV uh, from Best Buy was significantly cheaper. And it seemed, and I was checking these prices, like I was checking all the way from Black Friday through Cyber Monday and I just kept checking prices. And it seemed like these retailers were really playing a lot of games with their pricing to move inventory. Uh, and when inventory wasn't moving, so we got to, to the end of Cyber Monday and there were $100, $200 additional drops on TVs um, at Best Buy that the same TV at Walmart didn't have the same price drop to, right? Uh, so it was just, it was really interesting to me to see. I ended up getting two TVs because um, I'm doing some replacements and some things around the house. You've got and two TVs? I got two TVs. I paid the less. That was a Back to the Future reference for all oh, those. Was it? Which 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 Back it's to the Future? The first one. Oh, whenever it, uh, he's having dinner with his mom's family, when he's got the Calvin Klein's on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is after he's already found himself in bed with his mom, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what's a rerun? <laughs> what's a rerun? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's a good one too. Um. So, I bought yeah, bought two TVs. Uh, I bought a fifty-inch TV. Right, which you remember back in the days, like when a 42 inch TV was like huge, and mm-hmm. we were like, Man, I'm gonna get a 42 inch TV, that was so awesome. Um, so I bought a 50 inch TV and I bought a 75 inch TV, 
right? Now, I actually had to look at this. A 75-inch TV is like six foot one inches wide, mm-hmm. right? And then a little less than four feet tall, right? Um, which, you know, I'm like Tim to t- t- me and Taylor on that one. Like, oh, 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 oh. Is that Bigger for your, is better. Uh, your little like booby room thing? Yeah, it's for the, the little room. pool, like the TV pool. Oh, house okay. Thing so it's okay. we're building. Yeah. So, so the uh, issue and, with the TVs is not about the size; it's about the ratio of the size to the viewing distance. True, but with with uh, with LED, it's not as bad as it was with like plasma. With plasma, you would have like viewing distance issues where you couldn't be too close to it, right? With LEDs, that's not really an issue as much. So, we'll see. I don't know. I'm putting a 75 inch in kind of a small space. So you may have called me out there for some problems. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens. But, um, and then the 50 inch for all those that have talked to me offline, or I guess I've talked about this on the podcast a little bit, but uh, the 50 inch is my Peloton TV. I have a TV now just to work out to my Peloton stuff. So, um, and so that, that's, uh, you know, it's gotta be big enough to where the trainer like feels like he's in the room, you know, and he's yelling at me. That the the reason Peloton's so good for me is because it's like my high school football coach yelling at me from the other side of the of the uh, the weight room. Fatty, patty, go faster. You know things like that. So I'm glad to know that your coach hadn't already given up on you. He Since, never gave I mean, up on me. If you just look at the playing time uh, stats, it seemed like yeah. he had. So I'm glad to know that he was still <laughs> pushing you. you. Thank, thank you for that. My, my poor nephew, you know, good news is none of my, none of my old coaches listen to our podcast because they're not <laughs> data city nerds. Uh, but my old football coach uh, at Katie High School is now coaching my nephew. Uh, and that poor kid, they, they're uh, in offseason. They're calling him Patrick. He looks nothing like me, by the way. He's like, he's three inches taller than me and super skinny and you know, but they're calling him Patrick. And I just think, I think that's so funny that they're doing that to him. So uh, anyways, two TVs, 50 inch, 75 inch, uh, less than 800 bucks total for both those TVs. And I yep. was just shocked for that. And I am a big fan. You know, we could talk about this on another podcast, but uh, what TV technology are you a fan of? Like, are you a Roku person? Are you a Google TV person? I'm a fire TV person. Like I like the fire TV system personally. Yeah. Um, I I actually have preferred the the LG platform. Okay. Um, it's just simple. Is that and a WebOS or is that their own platform? It's, I think it's WebOS, but okay. the actual interface is just really really minimal and simple. Okay. And it's easy to get from like Netflix to Amazon to Disney to whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's easy for me to figure out like, oh yeah, here's how I go install one of these apps. We had a bunch of other types, like the Sony one was always awful because it was running on Android. Yeah. And it was it would crash like every day. I just I mean, I love my I love my Apple TV. Like in in my media room, that's what we have. We have an Apple TV and that runs that. It runs so much faster than anything else, and it's just more it's just it's just better. But the problem is is like I don't especially now when you hang TVs on the wall, like it's so nice to not have any wires going Mm -hmm. to the TV at all, right? It's just plug it in, it's Wi-Fi, no wires. It's awesome. Um but so I I don't really use Apple TVs on all my other TVs. So I, I have some gen, I have like two gen one Apple TVs that are no longer used in my house. They're just like, you know, hockey pucks that lay around. So, but yeah. So, I mean, that's what I use Black Friday for. It's always like one or two items that I'm going to go get. And then I spend the whole weekend checking on prices from 50 different places on one or two TVs. Sounds like a good use of your time. It was a fantastic piece <laughs> of my time. So since we're talking about holidays, well, let's hold talk on, real quick, real quick. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to go back to the Roomba question. Okay. Because I saw something at, I got my kids' haircuts uh, this weekend, and I saw something that I'd never seen at a haircut place, which is, it was like a kid's haircut place, so maybe they were just trying to be super efficient about it, or I, I don't know, but when they would sweep the hair up, they just had this little vent at the ground level on the floor, and they would just push the hair up, and it would just suck it up. So like they didn't have to actually scoop the hair up. Did you go to Sport Clips? No. Do they have that at Sport Clips too? Well, they, they used to have the vacuums, but like the newer ones have that just like it sucks up off the floor. Yeah. I'd like to do that in my house. I've always had a dream of that, like an internal vacuum system in the yeah. house. Or you could be awesome. Over to the wall, suck it up. It'll Especially like, at your house with like the nine kids that y'all have. And the dogs, all the dog here. Well, I'm including the dogs and the nine kids. Oh, okay. But, yeah. yeah. Well, is that right? Is That's that right. Yeah. Yeah. Five plus four. Up. Aggie math. Hey, you gotta get, you gotta get there. So, all right. So, speaking uh, of holidays, Patrick, we had uh, in Hudson Oaks a rather large holiday festival, um, both in terms of like actual individual events, but also a big light display at the park. Still large to this day. They still do it. And so we're going through some of the TML Connect news, and like a third of the articles are about everyone's holiday events, and so. We figured let's just talk about what goes into a holiday event, um, all of the planning, all the effort, whether it's a like a one day thing or like a parade or an ongoing thing that people can come to on a daily basis. Particularly, maybe Patrick about how fun it was to actually build those light shows because uh-huh. you've asked me a lot of times if I was ever going to do that at my house, but yes. I don't know if the software has changed, but I don't use Windows machines, and that was pretty much all that was available, you know, six seven years ago. So yeah, I remember we had to buy an actual like laptop computer to just program our light shows. Right, right, yeah. So, I you know uh, I miss it to be honest. Which by the way, have you started setting up your your uh, Christmas vacation house yet? Uh, so I am. We are scaling back this year. Whoa! Yeah, I'm taking a year off. So no drum roll, please. So we have the lights on the house and we're doing some of the inflatables and the like the vertical elements, but I'm not putting lights all over the ground this year. So, so my house is under construction, right? I've got a lot of construction going on at the house right now. And so uh, we don't have gutters on our house right now because we're redoing the soffits and stuff. And so um, I'm not putting up Christmas lights. So I ordered, this is actually an interesting story. I ordered a Grinch because that's all we're going to put up is just a Grinch that's stealing all the Christmas gifts. It's just going to be an inflatable. It's like nine foot high by 12 foot wide or so. And that's going to be the only Christmas decoration we have this year, which I think is fitting. Um, but um, we ordered it from Bed Bath & Beyond. Hmm. They're not even open. Anymore. I know. I was going to say, didn't they? <laughs> but the bathers. irony of this is I was sitting in the car and I was thinking to myself, the irony of ordering something online from Bed Bath & Beyond is one of the major reasons they went out of business is because they absolutely refused to have a strong online presence, e-commerce presence, right? So they go bankrupt. Somebody buys the name and turns them into an e-commerce provider. By the way, still waiting on that Grinch to arrive. Told my wife yesterday, I hope this is not a fake website that we bought this from. So, <laughs> Because we keep getting notifications that it's getting kicked back another day, another day. So it's supposed to be here on Tuesday or yesterday, and it's now going to be here on Friday. It's been kicked back three times so far. So... We'll see, you know, whether this is real or not. But interesting tidbit of 
uh, a brick and mortar company who refused to be an e-commerce company, which is now an e-commerce only company, which is, you know, just wild to me. But yeah. So Christmas decorations. Uh, first off, Chad, did you, so when we worked at Hudson Oak, small town, love it. You know, talk about Christmases in small towns are just a, it's an incredible thing to do from a management perspective. But we would kind of as a city, as a staff, like we would shut down for like a, two weeks probably and just decorate stuff. Right. So yeah, pretty you know, much. how did you feel as a guy with a master's degree assistant city manager putting up Christmas lights? Oh, I had no problem with it. I mean, the only thing that kind of sucked about it was that I would then go home and do the exact same thing. So I was spending like 12 hours a day <laughs> putting yeah. Christmas lights out. Um, but I mean, the, the great thing about a small city is that you get to have that change of pace. And so, um, you know, taking a week and, you know, spending half of the time or you know, whatever it is doing something totally different is fun, right? It's, it's, if, if that was all you did all year long, it would become grinding. But just to spend, you know, 20, 25 hours in a week doing it was just different, right? So it wasn't a, it wasn't a chore or a burden. Would you say your, like your favorite time of the year in a small town was, December, like November through December, or would you say your favorite time of the year in a small town was like the July timeframe, like the July 4th timeframe? No, I hated our July 4th event. How can you hate American independence? I, I don't hate American like, independence. I hate it's the fast event. cars and apple pie, man. I know. I, I wanted to do like a dramatic reading of the declaration. And that never no, happened. I do remember this. I do remember this. <laughs> we did read like a Thomas Jefferson letter at one. No, you though, didn't. If I remember right. Yes, we did. Well, it was after I left. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't like that one because it was, it was hot and there were so many people all at once. And then getting them all out of there, there was always some drama, okay. <laughs> to put it lightly. <laughs> <laughs> we have some good stories of Chad getting yeah. mad at bus drivers. Not bus drivers. The The... Law enforcement that would come help us. Yeah, to, I mean right? to put that we in perspective, have like, we have like a logistics plan in place, and it would get totally disrupted by people who weren't who came in to help and weren't part of all of the planning, but just yeah. wanted to take over. And yeah, it didn't and, work out. And, and to put this into perspective, like we were at the time, we were a town of like two thousand. Now they're probably almost five thousand, but at the time we were like a town of two thousand, and we were hosting like eight to ten thousand people for July Fourth, right? So and they're all it was, it was pretty. Pretty sizable undertaking. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, some of the surrounding towns have started doing some July 4th uh, events that have taken a little bit of the pressure off uh, of, of that event. But um, yeah, I mean, the Christmas event probably was my favorite event. I, I loved booming forth, man. Like I just, I love the laying, sitting in the grass with my family park moment of fireworks over the top. And, and, you know, it was always like a 3D fireworks show, right? Occasionally one would like come towards the crowd. Just kidding. But um, the the Christmas event was probably my favorite time of the year, mainly because just the culture of our staff around that time, like just the, the giving nature and, you know, we did Angel Tree as a staff and we did... We just did a lot of really cool things that did were the Wii bowling tournament that turned into the, the cornhole yeah. tournament. Yeah, but it was just it was a lot of just like we spent like the whole month of December doing nothing but like team building, right? Like mm -hmm. cultural team building. And then just giving back, like community give back events. And yeah, so the things like that. Salvation so, Army. Yeah. I mean, you know, bell ringing and all well, that. Why stuff. was like, it always a, the most frigid day of December 
Dude, you could pick it, and we were always it on a different day. It wouldn't matter what day you picked. It was always going to be but, like 25 degrees. Whatever, and, and I blame Shelly for that because Shelly's the one who always booked that if she listens to our podcast. But she would even if she did listen to our podcast, she would never actually admit to listening to our podcast. She wouldn't give us that benefit. But 100%, Shelly would pick it like in November, right? She'd pick the day, and we would all say that's going to be the coldest day of December. And it, all, it was like 14 degrees. So bad. 25 miles. So terrible. Wins. Yeah, I will say there was like a really, really cold day and I was not feeling well. Uh, and shout out to our police chief, Mike Baldwin, who came out there and uh, I rang for like 15 minutes. I think we normally rang for like half an hour, an hour. I can't remember. It was an hour. It was an hour. Yeah. And I rang for maybe like 15 minutes to 30 minutes and he came out and rang my the rest of my time period, which was nice. Uh, and then I, I will tell you that the best part of that for me was because our staff was like 65% police officers mm -hmm. right um you were always going to either have an officer there before you or after you like we're leaving you or you were leaving them yeah and to me one of the coolest things was getting to see all the people coming into the store who knew the officers yeah right and they would like chat and talk to them and you could tell that there was already a relationship between them yeah because uh, you don't get to see that when you're at city hall because they're all out in the field so it is cool. Was, you know, I, I've been a resident here for a long time too, but it is cool to like be mowing your lawn and an officer jump out of the car and say hi to you. Right. Know you by name. Right. And, and that's, that's always kind of been the community there. I'd, I'd be curious to know, like with the growth that we've had in the area, whether that's still the same, but um, I know most of the officers still, um, I didn't know one the other day who happened to uh, pull me over. Uh, but I got to know them very well afterwards. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, I, I, the Christmas event is, it's a lot of fun. It was a lot of work though. And we did, we did like the light shows, you know, like the, uh, Christmas light fight stuff. If you guys watch that on ABC, uh, we did all those light shows around our park. And so we had this tunnel system and it would dance to the music and we had trees that would dance to the music, all that type of stuff. And, uh, it was a pretty extensive little show. Um, uh, they, they've got a little more professional now. I know they, they bring some people in to help them decorate, uh, and, and do some other stuff. And it's, it's still pretty cool. But, uh, some, some of the big like decorations that we've bought, uh, they've added to that. They've done some more. It's pretty, it's pretty cool, man. Like still to this day, it's, 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 it's a very fun event. Um, but it was, uh, it was hard work, right? I mean, it wasn't easy and we had to go out there and it was constant maintenance because mm -hmm. it, it, the show ran every night, right? From uh, basically Black Friday all the way through New Year's, the show ran every single night. And so and you'd change it like once a week. Yeah. And you'd always have kids that would unplug stuff and we would change the music once a week so that the next, you know, if you wanted to come back out the following week and then, um, and then, you know, some of the events team did a really good job of that, like adding the hot chocolate vendors every night and that type of stuff. So it kind of added to to uh, what was there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought that was a, I thought that was a blast to be honest. Well, now you got a hot take though. What's that about decorating? What about decorating? I don't know. You said you had some kind of hot take that you didn't want me to weigh in on yet. Oh, it's all coming back to me now, Chad. All, yeah. Celine Dion right here. Okay. So big debate in my world. This is a big debate. Do you put Christmas up? before thanksgiving are you asking do i do you find it acceptable for people to put christmas up christmas lights christmas trees mm -hmm. christmas music in a store okay like, do you find it so let me let me start with our system okay and then we can go to the stuff that's like out in public and okay. kind of treat those separately okay 
So we have our Christmas lights strung around the house whenever there's an available time, as long as it's before Thanksgiving. So the guy who does our lights, he does so many houses that he will start like towards the end of October. In fact, sometimes he'll do, he'll do um, Halloween lights and then just change out the bulbs. Okay. So usually I will tell him whenever you have availability, as long as it's before Thanksgiving, that's fine. We don't turn them on until Thanksgiving. Um, when I would do the whole Griswold setup outside, I would have to have the lights on the ground in the yard before Thanksgiving. And then we would wait until Thanksgiving to put all the vertical stuff up. Okay. And that would usually take like the weekend and then maybe another week of sort of stragglers. But we'd have the bulk of it done the, week, uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving. But in order to do all of the vertical stuff, you have to have the stuff on the ground first. And so I would usually start around the beginning of November. Like as soon as the grass really stops growing and I get my, my last mow, then I would go out and start to string all the lights on the ground. On the inside of the house, we usually have uh, the Christmas tree up and decorated like the week of Thanksgiving. So the last three or four After years- After Thanksgiving or before? The last three or four years, we have had it done before Thanksgiving, but that week. Okay. And then, then my wife will go out and she'll like do the interior decorations usually that, that week or shortly after Thanksgiving. We did it early this year because she took a trip on Thanksgiving uh, with a couple of the kids. And so she wanted to have that done. So she did it before Thanksgiving. Um, but like, I mean, I don't have a problem to me with, especially with, with kids and with work. Like as I get older, the season just goes so fast that it's really hard to like take it in and kind of get into the Christmas spirit. Yeah. And so I don't mind having this stuff out a little bit longer because the kids get really excited and it kind of puts you in a, in a mood earlier. Um, the thing I hate doing is the elves, but everything else I'm okay with. You're still doing the elf, I, elf on the shelf? Yes. Yeah, it's terrible. We never gave into that. We talked about this a couple of years yeah, ago, yes. but yeah, we just never gave it to elf on the shelf. So I will tell you, I don't mind people putting up Christmas lights early and not turning them on, but putting them up and then turning them on, like that just, that kills me. I, I can't do it. It's not Christmas yet. Christmas season doesn't start till after after the pumpkin pie season. Yeah. Like there I, are different I, seasons to me. I think it's important that we keep Thanksgiving like as its own holiday. Cause it's an important holiday to just have a day where you reflect on things that you're thankful for. Um, yeah. So it has a lot of value as its own holiday. I, I don't like it totally bleeding. Like when you talk about at stores, right? I understand if you have to get out, you know, Christmas decorations, right? Because they, they start getting out um, Halloween decorations at, after Labor Day. Uh, you know, they put the summer stuff away and start getting out all the, the Halloween stuff. So, like, I understand that they have to get that stuff out because you have to buy it in order to get ready for it. The Christmas music, I'm not as big of a fan on uh, of when they start playing that at the beginning of Thanksgiving. But, yeah, I mean, I, there's, a, there's always a question of logistics and uh, are you going to have enough time to get everything ready if you waited until right after Thanksgiving? Um, we were watching a Christmas movie yesterday or two days ago and like they didn't put out their Christmas tree until the 22nd of December. Like to me, that's, that's lame. So it, it is interesting. When I was a kid, 
we would always do, we'd always go cut a Christmas tree down and, um, and do live trees. And we always waited until like a week or two before Christmas. Like we never did it super early. Um, so, and I've never really asked my parents that, but I think that maybe like with an older generation was more common mm-hmm. to wait till closer to Christmas to do that. Um, that'd be an interesting conversation to have, but yeah. So for us, like our family routine is it's Thanksgiving. My, my wife has these decorating boxes. They're like these totes, right? And like every holiday has a tote. And so it's like, Hey, time to bring out, you know, we have to go to the attic, which by the way, when you have a kid who is old enough to go climb up in the attic and bring a box down as a game changer, it's fantastic. So yeah, that's why up. we built, that's why we built the elevator on yes. my loft here. Yes. That yeah, was the, like a, that was like a wheelchair lift basically. Right. Yeah. It was the best thousand yeah. dollar change order <laughs> that I ever <laughs> have spent. Cause it's, it's like totally custom designed and, and built and it's just a pulley on uh-huh. a, um, and then there's like a rail system that just pulls up this little, uh, platform. It's wonderful. Yeah. That's pretty nice. That is, that is pretty nice. Um, so I, I think, um, I think like, for our holiday, so it's usually the day after. So Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving, we get everything down. We get the tree down because we have a fake tree. We don't have a real tree. Um, we get that down. I set up the tree and I do that. And then um, we turn on you know, the fireplace and we turn on a Christmas movie. And every year we kind of watch a, a different Christmas movie, which I don't know. Have you, are, are you guys watching the Santa Clauses on Netflix? Have you all watched that? Um, no. Okay. There's we, a new we're season. We're starting to burn through the Christmas movies, like the Hallmarks. And there's a couple on Netflix. There was one on Netflix, by the way, with uh, Jason Biggs and Brandy and Heather Graham. Okay. So stupid. Don't watch it. (laughs) I mean, they're all stupid. Like all those kind of Hallmark Christmas movies are stupid. Yeah. That one was just really too much. So we we try to kind of take in like a traditional Christmas movie every year. So like, you know, we watched the Grinch one year and, and then last year we got into this show on Netflix called the Santa Clauses. Uh, Well, is it on Netflix? I may be wrong. Maybe on max, but anyways, watch the Santa Clauses and, uh, and they have like a new season, but I actually put a poll out there to some of my friends, whether it would be appropriate for my kids. My, I've got almost a 12 year old and I've got almost a nine year old. Right. And I asked if it would be appropriate for my kids to watch Christmas Vacation. Uh, <laughs> no, I have not watched like a streamed version of Christmas Vacation or like a DVD version of Christmas Vacation, right? I've watched it on TV. And a lot of the stuff that was on the streamed version is kind of cut out of the TV version. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Uh, but we did watch Christmas Vacation. My, my kids thought it was quite hilarious, but we had to have a lot of conversations about that's not appropriate to say or that's not appropriate to say and you know, that type of stuff. But it's, um, I mean, such a great, great movie. I mean, just so funny. Uh, and so we, we put up the tree and we do the decorations and that type of stuff uh, and put up all of our ornaments and and that um, we have kind of a hybrid tree between like a, you know, what I would say like a family style tree and like a decorator style tree. Right. So we kind of have like the fancy ribbon and the things that come out of the side and we have like the, the big pine cones that fit in there and that type of stuff. Right. And then we have like, the kids homemade ornaments that they've made when they were in kindergarten and first grade. And, you know, we have like their paw print, you know, mm-hmm. dog paw print that's hung up and stuff like that. So, um, you know, little stuff. What, what do y'all have? Do you have, do you have one tree? We have two. Okay. So, so we do have, you have one decorator tree. A couple of years ago we got, so the entry into our house 
is the full is like the two stories. It's, it's like open. Okay. So um, a couple of years ago, we needed to get a new tree and we we're just like, screw it. Let's just get a huge tree. So we got like a 12 foot tree. And it's way too much effort to decorate. So there's this lady in the neighborhood that comes over and does like the formal stuff, like the ribbons and yeah. like the, the little leafs, like branch sprig things that are like sparkly. Mm-hmm. And she makes it look nice. And then we put some ornaments on it. Okay. But upstairs we have the kid tree, which is like, it's like five foot tree. You know, it's okay. small. It kind of is in the loft upstairs. And then all of the ornaments that they make from school and camps and stuff like that, that goes yeah. on there. So that's kind of like their tree. And which tree does Santa Claus go to? The one downstairs. Oh, the decorator tree? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Santa so. would make too much noise putting toys upstairs because it's like right by their bedrooms. And anywhere in your house, do you have a peanuts tree with uh, no. Linus's blanket? Okay. No, that um, my wife really, really hates Charlie Brown. Whoa. Yeah. Just hates Charlie Brown. We're gonna have to have her on the podcast to yeah. talk about this, Chad. So I uh, I watched the Charlie Brown Christmas Christmas with my oldest a couple days ago while she was gone. But I think that's the first time he's all, he's eight. That's the first time he's ever seen it. Did he she, stick around and watch it, or was he annoyed? Twenty five minutes. He's yeah, he's fine. Okay. She she just despises Charlie Brown. Like that's not so not the Christmas thing. Everything about it. Wow. Yeah. It's almost un-American. <laughs> it's it's bordering on it for sure. Yeah, correct. Yeah, that. I, I mean, I would expect that from a Canadian, but not an American. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Last thing for wrap up. Right now, and you're as wearing we your sit. t-shirt. As we sit, Texas is ranked seventh. Number seven. Number Still. seven. There are three teams in Texas way to play in the college football playoff that is correct bob but here's the funniest part about this and i think this is just gonna send texas fans up a wall right the sec championship game may be the most important game for texas um i think at best you could say the second most important because obviously we have to win that's uh, this weekend, we all play. We play Oklahoma State. Oh, which hey the Pokes? You, you play them at Bedlam, or you play them in? No, it's championship game. We play them at AT and T Stadium. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. And you're going right. I understand that you don't know what. Have you ever championship... won a game that you've I gone understand to? Understand that you don't understand what a championship game is because it's been so long, almost thirty years since you. <laughs> did you see the bonus? <laughs> did you see the bonus structure that we're given to Elko though? Yeah, it's pretty safe but, for you guys from a financial standpoint. But yeah. Yeah, so so to clarify, right? The Aggies have fired Jimbo Fisher and paid about $76 million. We've already talked about this. Chad got all his jabs in. We're good to go there. We've now hired Mike Elko, who is going to be the savior of the program. This is how Aggies think, right? Uh-huh. Like this is just who we are, people. You fire okay. Jimbo and then you hire his former assistant. First off, who had some of the best defenses in the country, right? And is well respected. But defense was not our problem this year. Exactly. <laughs> so, hey, hey, it's a new year. It's a new team. It's a new guy, right? We're we're always on our high horse until we get knocked off. Um, and 
but his bonus structure is basically like make it to the college football playoff million and a half dollars, make it to the national championship, $2 million, win the national championship, $3 million. Like, yeah, I, I think mean, he can make up to like 11, $12 million. Oh, he could be the high. Yeah, I think yeah. he can be the highest paid coach in the, those are in not stacked. Edition. Are they, those are like the highest of this group. I don't think so. I think they're oh stacked. Gosh. Yeah. That, that would be stacked. such an aggy thing to do. <laughs> but I mean, like I said this before, it's not Aggie worse, football. Though. Aggie football has so much money, right? Because we're such a large university. I know you guys only have like 40,000 students at your university, but we have like 70. That's because you admit everyone who applies. We, we don't admit yeah, everybody who applies. I didn't get right it. Now. I didn't get in originally. I had to go to Blinn. Yeah, that says a okay? lot though. It does. It does. <laughs> if, I, if on the line, there's a lot of people ahead of me. So, so anyways, we, we've got Mike Elko coming 63%, in. 63%. Come on. 63% what? Acceptance rate. What is yours? I'm about to look that up too. Okay. It's like 75. 33. Whoa. Yeah. Really? There's that many people that want to go to Texas? Yes. That's why we're considered a public Ivy. Wow. You did not just say yes, that. Yes, I did. I went there. Okay. <laughs> hey, who, ha- who has the most Fortune 500 CEOs of all college universities? I don't care. I just, I just throw that out there. You're going for volume. Quantity over quality is what you're doing. You know what they call an Aggie? Quantity over quality is what I'm saying. Boss. That's what they call you. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. Back to this. So Texas. So here's the deal. So Texas has one major win this year against an SEC team. They beat Alabama in week one, right? Week two. Week two. Okay. Really early. We have more road SEC wins than you do, though, just to be fair. Got you. Okay. Stuck my tongue out at you. So um, I can't wait till you come to the SEC next year. Like these are going to be such great conversations. You're going to have to play real football every week. Like you have played fake football for like four straight weeks. You almost lost to the Cougars. The next Cougars. You almost lost to like we the tornado. We did not almost lose to BYU. You, it was, I'm sorry, Michael. We did not almost lose to BYU. The, <laughs> the first half was a little sketch, uh, and then you you did dominate Texas Tech. Like. I mean, sorry, Allison. I'm, I'm I'm sorry, Allison, but the Red Raiders were terrible. I was hoping that the tortillas would be so much better than they really were, but they weren't. So, but if Alabama in the SEC championship game plays Georgia, and if Georgia wins, Texas has got a pretty decent shot at getting in the top four, right? I mean, somebody else has to lose, right? Like a who has we need to lose? Florida State to lose. Okay, so Florida State has to lose, and then you, maybe you would squeeze in there, blah blah blah, blah whatever, right? But here's the deal. If Alabama beats Georgia, it doesn't really matter. Alabama's going to get in. Mm-hmm. And Georgia's going to get They're in. They're going to play again in a month. They'll play the again in a month. Seat. Texas is going to get left out by their new SEC foes, right? And they're going to get left out for a team that they beat. All because that Oklahoma Territory team that y'all lost to has a loss to some terrible football teams. They lost to Kansas and Oklahoma State. Who are, they're not, I wouldn't say terrible. I mean, they both have winning records. Did y'all beat anyone but with a winning record? We did beat people power, with a winning record. Power, come, five, come, power come five team? Come on. I think so. Arkansas? Arkansas does not have a winning record. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that you beat a power five no. team with a winning record. 
honest to goodness truth, we we need to like post the videos of our podcast because your facial expression <laughs> when I said Arkansas was awesome. So, anyways, um, who else did we beat? Mississippi State? Mississippi State? Uh, no, they just no? fired their coach. Oh, but so I was going to oh. say that is the worst incentive uh, contract. Their new coach, Jeff Levy, the uh, offensive coordinator from Oklahoma, he's going to get a million and a half dollars just for winning the Egg Bowl. Like that's his highest incentive. You see, Lane yeah. Kiffin tweeted about it. <laughs> he did one of those like <laughs> facepalm emojis. Oh, Kiffin. Kiffin's like so him. great. You like Kiffin? I like the, uh, we talked about this. He's like the heir apparent from a personality standpoint to Mike Leach. He just doesn't care. Yeah, that's true. That is true. And he technically, he worked for Leach, right? Did he work for Leach at some point or he was friends with Leach? I don't know. Was he a te- I think he was a tech guy at some point. Did Kiffin come through tech? I'm trying to look up your schedule first. Okay. Anyways, all that being said, for all our Texas fans out there that went to the Texas University, it is very, very sad to hear that you may not make a playoff with one loss, all because Oklahoma. I mean, if you had to blame anybody, you have to blame Oklahoma because Oklahoma had two terrible losses. That's It's just atrocious. The Kansas loss is probably worse than the OSU loss. No, the OSU loss is worse than uh. the OSU's loss is a rivalry loss. Okay, yeah. so New Mexico four and eight, uh, Louisiana Monroe two and ten, mm-hmm. Auburn six and six. That's your closest one. Right hey, there, there we go, five hundred baby. Arkansas four and eight, Ugh. South Carolina five and seven, Mississippi State five and seven, and Abilene Christian five and six. Okay. You would have had a legit claim if Auburn had held on on a freaking fourth and 31. That is, that is true. So I know you're trying to get my goad here. You talk, you talk about a great pass, though. Was it, what's that quarterback's name? Milford? Milro? Yeah. You talk about a great pass. That was a great ball. Uh, anyway, I know you're trying to rile me up here, mm-hmm. but I can just tell you if we don't make the playoffs, we don't make the playoffs. I'm not going to acting like it. you don't care about Texas football. Like you go into the closet after this is all said and done and you just, you erupt like the Hulk. Hey, if we don't make the playoffs, we should have won that game. So you are, so basically what you're saying is you've already erupted like the Hulk. So you've already taken care of your anger after the loss to Oklahoma. I wasn't so worried about the loss to Oklahoma because I figured we get to play them again. That's not going to happen. Um, So, I mean, all we can do is just win Saturday. If we so get is in, we get is in. Ohio State in front of you? They are, but they won't be if we win because we'll have a conference championship. Okay. Interesting. And all of Orange Bloods is just talking about all these possibilities, right? Like of it's course, just constant. that's what message boards are yeah. for. Are you a paid member of the Orange Bloods message Absolutely. board? Okay. Just going to call that out. Are like you I a paid it. member of Texags? Oh, you actually know our website. Of course I know your okay. website. You get you get on there and you watch. You, I don't you go like there. Listen to Billy I, Lucci and I do see. I follow this guy on Twitter who posts screenshots. And so, do you listen to like the podcast too? Of do you course, like really uh, get in depth about like the Orange Bloods podcasts? No. Okay, let's right, let, let's go on a record on one. Okay, thing. if your kid applies to A and M and gets in, uh huh, will you allow it? Yeah, he will be old enough to make that decision. What I will not do is pay for it. <laughs> All right, so to be fair, it's the same reaction I had to my kids. 
<laughs> right. You will apply to AM. If you get into AM, I will pay for it. I'm not paying for anything else. So oh, no, I've told them I will we're gonna like we're prepping to pay for anywhere except OU AM. My friends in college station, Brian, when my kids go to college, I'm coming, I'm watching Aggie baseball. I'm taking my laptop. I'm working in front of an Aggie baseball game every day, middle of the afternoon. I cannot wait. That's going to be my retirement gig. You're going to be calling people, talking about like all Cell kinds of city issues. Analytics. Meanwhile, and, yeah, like, hang on one second. Joe Bob yeah. just hit a home run. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you couldn't, you couldn't get your Pancrex uh, Hold on, a, squared a, a away. Sheep just came month. on the field. A sheep came onto the field. Come on. <laughs> You know what's funny about AM? So we're paying Jimbo like $76 million as a fired coach. Mm-hmm. You know he's gonna be like he's gonna be on Texags next year talking about AM football, right? Like we fire people in college station and then we bring them back. No, the, like uh, RC Slocum is still like on stuff. Yeah, Arkansas is bringing back Bobby Petrino. Uh is that official? I think so, yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew we were probably getting rid of Petrino just because the offense was so not great this year yeah but i've also heard that uh jimbo may be going to vanderbilt interesting i mean i wonder does he get paid in his contract whether he gets in their contract or not yes there is no like offset clause man we really did a number on that one (laughs) (laughs) so anyways well i'm sure that everybody's tired of our college football conversation um it is Getting to wintertime, it's getting a little chilly. I need it to get back to 70 degrees. I'm done with the cold weather already. We've had like three nights in a row of freezing, 29 degrees. So right now, it's it's not bad. It's like probably it's mid-60s, right but the sun's out. Yeah. Yeah. And we're actually having a, uh, in North Texas right now, we're having a like an actual autumn. Like the trees are like mm-hmm. truly changing. It's not, we're not going from green to brown. Like we're having yellows and oranges and the trees are, it's it's really nice. When you drive into Parker County and you look at like all the treetops, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of pretty. So yeah, it's, it's kind of a good time right now. It's the holidays. Get in a spirit. Have you had a peppermint mocha? I don't drink that. What? No. I what is your Starbucks black drink? Black coffee. Okay. Sometimes when I go I'm, to Starbucks. I'm talking to our listeners here. Sometimes for when I go to Starbucks, I will get oat milk just to like a splash, just to cool it down a little bit. You pay $2 for a splash of oat milk? No, I will get coffee with a splash of oat milk. But it's okay. a temperature thing, not a not a flavor thing. Interesting. Just to cool it off. Yes. Okay. Like if we go to I'm Target, to our listeners. Say we go to Target and we're going to get coffee. I don't want. I want to drink it while I'm at the the store. I don't want to hold on to it while we're shopping and then drink it in the car because it's like 150 degrees. Okay. So you can- I'm going to mute Chad for a minute. I'm going to talk to our listeners directly. <laughs> does this surprise anybody that Chad does not drink any frou frou coffee? Like the only thing he does is drink a black coffee. This is the guy who sits in a dark room all day in codes on a computer. I have a light on. Drinks right black coffee. You do. Yeah, you have a light on. And you, ha- and you actually have some light coming in your window there. Got to fix that. So you kind of have a tan. Were you outside this weekend? Uh, yeah, well, we had some soccer games and okay. uh, just doing stuff. Are you not applying your you know, sunscreen levels that you normally really. apply? Because you are the guy, you are like the 1980s style dude who like comes out with like sunscreen on your face. Like, like you white, just have white sunscreen everywhere. Yeah. yeah blah, well, blah, blah, I had melanoma 20 years ago. So. Oh, a cancer survivor. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. So I got to be <laughs> careful about that. I worked really hard to get there. I like led up to it. You said it. It was awesome. 
It was like my dad was a developer. So great. PSA, everyone. Get checked. Get checked. Make sure your scan is checked yearly by a dermatologist. So, anywho. All right. Well, we're going to have, an, hopefully, we'll have another podcast and one posted before Christmas. Uh, but happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Super excited to get here um, and really enjoy the holiday season. I hope that everybody is enjoying their holiday season, also known as post-budget season, which is a good time to have. And enjoy everything through the new year. Because once we get past the new year, budget season starts back up, baby. It's going to get going. Yes. So that's some anyways. really forced enthusiasm. <laughs> that was uh that was my uh my elf impression, right? Or my uh my Will Ferrell impression. Buddy. Buddy? Yeah. Buddy the elf. Yeah, absolutely. So all right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Great to chat with you. Chad, you done? Are we wrapped? We're good. All right, see y'all later.